Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide you with a brief update on what's going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. To improve your returns even further, then check out footballindexclub.co.uk where you will receive instant access to highlighted players, trading advice, databases, and also analysis on the players of your choice. You can use code PODCAST50 with a capital P to receive 50% off your first month. Hello and welcome to episode 217 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. The main thing to happen on Football Index today has undoubtedly been the Fulham 2-1 win against Brentford in the playoff final. Fulham will be promoted, they will be playing in the Premier League next season and that has led to a number of Fulham players increasing in price. The main ones being the ones who have actually performed well in the playoff final and I think that tells us a lot because... That, to me, shows that there's a bit of recency bias going on. There's a few other psychological biases at play here, really, where people will watch a player and then that will influence their decision-making on that player a lot more than if they were to have a look at the statistics and see how a player has performed over a longer period of time. Because Josh Onoma and Joe Bryan, I don't think they're necessarily Fulham's best players, but they probably were their best players in tonight's playoff final. Josh Onoma had a good game in attacking midfield, young English midfielder. Um, I'm not really sure what I think about Onoma because he was on loan at us Sheffield Wednesday last season. And to be honest, he was absolutely terrible. I mean, it really was. I was really excited to watch him because I thought, right, here we go. Young English player, very cheap on Football Index. I'm going to really watch this kid and see if he's actually any good and worth buying. And he was very disappointing. Maybe he's improved a lot. I've seen that. If you have a look at his statistics, he's played a lot better over the last few weeks. And he was maybe not fully fit when he was at us, perhaps. Or uh, just something wasn't right. And maybe he could do better in the Premier League. Now, what I would say, though, about Fulham getting promoted, and this is really for any promoted side, is their best players in the Championship might not actually do so well in the Premier League. And I say this because I remember a couple of seasons ago, Tom Kearney in the Championship, last time he was there, the season before they got promoted, he was unbelievable. I mean, he just dominated games for them. I think he had the most passes in the Championship by a country mile. He was definitely, in my opinion, one of their best players. Um and I think that was an opinion held by a lot of other Fulham fans and a lot of other just people who watched the championship at the time. Now, they went up to the Premier League and they just got dominated by most sides. I think they may have come 20th or they were down there anyway in the bottom three for most of the season. Had a really bad season because they signed some players and the club didn't really seem to, well, the players didn't really seem to mingle well. And... I think they just bought too many players and uh, it didn't really work out. So they got destroyed in the Premier League. And I think that can definitely happen with a few players who stand out in the Championship. They get promoted. And if they're a dominant player in that side, as in they're making things tick, they're passing a lot, then that might not actually result in high PB scores if that team then has very low possession in the Premier League. I think you're better off with players who are creating a lot. I think they're the best players. You want players who are getting plenty of goals and assists. So I think Mitrovic, for example, he might do a little bit better than some of these other players because he's going to be getting, he's going to be scoring penalties. He's 
he scores all the time. He's he's good in the box. He just gets headed. He's a clinical finisher. So I think for in-play dividends and maybe the odd high peak PB score, Mitrovic is a player to maybe look at from Fulham. Um, Cabana, I mean, I mentioned him on the podcast the other week because he absolutely destroyed Sheffield Wednesday when I watched that game. That was only like a month ago or so. It must have been one of our last games. And Cabana was unbelievable in that game. And he played again tonight. Uh, started. Uh, he's quite old, but he's increased a considerable amount really over the last few weeks already. Uh, but yeah, they'll probably sign some other players. I think Michael Hector, well, again, he was on loan at Sheffield Wednesday last season and he was one of the best centre-backs I've ever watched. It's a shame he's 28 because if he wasn't, I really do genuinely believe, if he was like 22, 23, I'd be saying that he's going to be getting an England call-up. I think he's probably too old now at 28, but he is an unbelievable centre-back in my opinion. He was one of the best centre-backs that Wednesday have had. Now, he was a bit dodgy at times, but overall you could see he had some serious talent and the way he can ping a pass was just a pleasure to watch, really, last season. Uh, anyway, that's just my opinion on a few random Fulham players that I kind of know maybe a little bit about. Joe Bryan, again, getting two goals tonight. He's always looked good when I've watched him. Maybe he could do well in the Prem, but he's increased a massive amount tonight and I'd always be a bit cautious about buying players off the back of one strong performance. Uh, because obviously a lot of traders would have watched that game tonight. And I think it's always important to be aware of how many traders are watching a game and how much influence does that have on the market. Because there are other games where players will really stand out and that may change someone's opinion and result in someone thinking, yeah, that player's actually got a good chance of hitting high PB scores and earning dividends in the future. But no one watches that game. And if no one watches that game, then the price doesn't rise. Whereas someone like Onoma or Joe Bryan tonight having a good game, everyone's watching it. So the underlying intrinsic value, yeah, it's changed because they've gone up. So that's massive for them. But them playing well tonight, that doesn't really influence how much how much in dividends they're going to earn like next season. Uh, it's definitely something to maybe be aware of anyway. In terms of other players rising today, you got Une Simon up 5p, Sergio Romero up 5p, so a couple of goalkeepers there. Um, Mitrovic is up 4p actually, Paul Lopez up 4p. Plenty of keepers rising lately, a few of these playing in the Europa League in particular. Jamal Lewis up 3p, transfer links, Lewis Dunk up 3p, maybe transfer links this summer. Cabano's up, mentioned him. So there's a few players, I'd say the main players are those have a chance of a transfer and then also a few goalkeepers as well. In terms of the top 200, Jaden Sancho has just continued to rise. He's up 36p to £15.20. And as always, there's been a lot of talk about him on Twitter. I think most people now, well, I'd say the majority are still happy holding him. But I've seen a few people on Twitter sort of say, yeah, He's hit £15 now, I'm going to sell him and so on. Um, if I, I, I won, if anyone's listening, right, and you think Sancho's going to rise more than every player on the platform, I'd be very happy to like do a bet or something and give you like two or three players that I think will rise more over the next 12 months because this is one thing that kind of annoys me about Twitter is that it seems to me like when I read it, maybe it's just because of the content that you see and usually tweets about Sancho get a lot of likes and retweets. And I'm kind of in favour of Sancho in general. I think he's great value. But the thing I don't like is this sort of, 
idea that he's the only player on the platform that's good value and that he's better value than everyone else because personally I don't think he is um, I think he's going to earn a huge amount of dividends I think the way in which he's probably best hold in terms of earning dividends has a big influence on his price the liquidity uh, in the lower end is obviously a big issue and it's not going to be that problem with Sancho going to Man United Everything's going right for him. He's probably going to mop up media dividends over the next few weeks. So there's so many positives that I could talk about. But at the same time, I personally do believe that there's quite a few players on Football Index that will increase more over the next 12 months. People have sort of said this in the past as well. And then they've given some examples. I've always been terrible. And so they kind of get criticised, which, well, well, rightly so. I think you should get called out if you're going to make remarks like this. But... Personally, I do think I could pick two or three players which will rise further over the next 12 months. And the sort of players I'd go for would just be other young talents sort of between 75p and £1.50 that are really starting to prove themselves and have hit high PB scores in the past or have potential to do so next season and could really return a huge amount of their price. Sancho now, he's going to struggle to... Well, he's going to return a huge amount of his price, don't get me wrong, but I think he'll struggle to return his... I think we all know he's, he's not going to return his full price in dividends over the next three years. The point I'd like to make is that plen- they are, there are plenty of players on the platform that I think will return their full price over the next three years. And I'm not talking about like 33-year-old players like Juan Cuadrado or other old players, but I do mean players under like 23. I still think there are players on here that will return their full price in dividends. And people might be wondering, well, who are you on about here? Um, I just think there's like two or three players. I'll save that for the website, Football Index Club members. Um, they've already sort of been posted on there in the past. And if anyone does want to uh, ask me about that, I'd be very open to sort of answering. But that's my opinion. I think my overall point is, yeah, Sancho is a great hold, but there's other players on the platform that are as well. And it can be a little bit frustrating. Maybe I'm saying this because I don't really hold much Sancho. Uh, so it sort of is me feeling like I'm missing out on something but I don't know I don't really think it is that I think it's just I'm a bit sick of seeing tweets about Sancho all the time when he's not the only player on the platform there's plenty of other players on here that are good value but anyway I should probably stop talking about Sancho now uh, and for anyone holding game I mean like fair play to I think he's one of the safest holds in many ways um, given his potential to earn dividends it's just I do think there's other players as well that are great holds too and I think most people would probably agree with that. Trent Alexander-Arnold then, he's up 6p to £9.79. I reckon Sancho rising sort of has a good influence on another young English player who's really proved his ability to hit high PB scores and that is Trent Alexander-Arnold. So that's about it for today. Just a brief update on what's going on. Overall things to take away is probably Sancho is a good hold, but I think there's others that are even better. Fulham going up has had a big influence on the market and led to some players rising considerable amounts, but those playing in the playoff final tonight have increased more than others due to recency bias. Uh, There's a few goalkeepers going up, perhaps there's value there, and there's a few players sort of rising a little bit due to transfer rumours as well. As always, thank you for listening. I do appreciate you listening. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and I hope you have a great rest of your day.